Well, welcome everyone to Love versus Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, and I'm your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue and philosophize, that's totes a word, over <laughs> the things in life that we love and hate. And usually everyone agrees with me. Yeah, Emily just likes to say that to make her feel better. Um, no, that's <laughs> totally true. You can ask Ghost of Mozart. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, if you guys can't tell, we're in my apartment again. Yay! It's like our second go-to recording spot. Yeah, but Anne has fancy hardwood floors, and so that means that it's more echoey in here. And she is. A responsible young adult who does her laundry and dishes and so if you hear any noises that's why yeah sorry apologies for that but you know person's gotta live also i'm literally laying like on my couch with a blanket i am so comfortable right now yeah she's really <laughs> if you hear me snoring that's just that's not emily that's me <laughs> i don't snore yeah i probably i feel i want to say i heavy breathe but emily can probably attest to that i actually snore no she snores <laughs> should we tell them the the story about yeah we should that can be our little oh yeah it can be our intro oh sorry i interrupted you um <laughs> it can be our intro because it relates to hell's kitchen sort of because we went to hell's kitchen in las vegas we did yeah which our episode today is talking about baking slash cooking shows so Anyways, yeah. and tell the story. Okay, so we went on a work trip to Las Vegas, and we just got like an Airbnb, you know, to keep it cheap, and also it's a lot better space, and it was super fun. And at this Airbnb, they had like a bunk bed, and then um, they had two bunk beds, actually. I think right yours was a yeah. bunk bed, too. Yeah. And so Emily and I, of course, got the bunk bedrooms, because I guess we're the kids or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> we're the cool kids. We're the cool kids. And so I remember going to bed that night, like the night we got there, and I was really tired because we had been on the plane ride and we'd gotten there late and like we had packed that morning, you know, and I was just tired. And I laid down on this bed for the first time and I look at Emily and I'm like, Emily, this bed is really uncomfortable. And I'm like trying to get comfy and it was like slanted slightly and I'm complaining to Emily and I'm like, oh, this is like, I'm never going to fall asleep. This is like so uncomfortable. And then I pause for a second and I kind of think about it and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll try and get used to it. And I like close my eyes. And Emily, what happened next? And then like two seconds later, she was already asleep and snoring. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, this is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, I get used to things really quickly, apparently. Um, but I was just really tired. I think that was ultimately it. Yeah, and luckily the next night, it was really hot in our room, so the next night she slept out in the living room, so I was like, yes, <laughs> no snoring. <laughs> was it, like, really loud? Was it obnoxious? I don't loud? know. I just don't... I'm not used to people snoring while I sleep. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. Oh, well, thank don't you. Don't let it happen again. Well, you just got to tell me these things. I'll go find a better spot for myself. I'll make sure my snoring is not bothering you <laughs> in the future. All right deal okay but yeah that's our story that's the that's when um emily learned how fast i can fall asleep i literally can fall asleep pretty much on a dime i'm very fortunate in that yeah i can fall asleep pretty fast too but yeah we were there in las vegas and while we were there there's a hell's kitchen in las vegas of course so we had to stop in we didn't eat dinner but we had drinks there 
and it was just amazing. They had the best cherries. Do you oh, remember those yeah, cherries? Yeah, I remember those cherries. Yeah, and I remember talking to the bartender because we were like, can we get more of those cherries? And he wasn't technically supposed to because apparently they were super fancy cherries. Yeah. But he gave us each like an extra one anyway because he was really nice. Yeah, I think they were like brandy soaked cherries or something. Yeah, they were soaked in so some So good. Mm, they were delicious. And I don't even really like cherries that much. I what? mean, they're okay. I know. I love cherry flavored things. Like any cherry flavored candy I am in. But when it comes to, like, physical cherries, they're, like, not my favorite. I'll sometimes... I mean, they're okay. Like, but. maraschino cherries or Bing cherries? Or both? I don't know the difference. Like, maraschino cherries are the cherries you put in drinks. And Bing cherries are, like, the cherries that you buy in the produce section in summer. I like the ones you put in drinks more. Yeah. Probably because there's like, a bunch of sugar in them. I was just going <laughs> to say that probably because there's sugar. But, <laughs> yeah, those cherries, though, at Hell's Kitchen were delicious. Yum. But other than that, I mean, I'm not a big Hell's Kitchen fan, so I was kind of unimpressed otherwise. Wow. But I was happy that Emily was happy, so. It was amazing. <laughs> the red and the blue kitchen, so fun. I'm sad that we didn't get to try their food, though, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fine. I know. I was just going to say, I think you can tell how Emily actually feels by her tone. Yeah, so as, as well as Hell's Kitchen, we're also going to be talking about the Great British Baking Show. As you all know, it's like my favorite thing ever. It's so good, and it's so cute, and I just love watching, like, they're such ordinary, regular people, and I just love it because, like, they're just so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, like, normal people, and they help each other, and they care about each other, and I like it a lot. Yeah, so if you want to watch The Great British Baking Show, it's on Netflix. And then Hulu, I mean, Hell's Kitchen is on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Um, but Ann and I have both previously seen a little bit of each show before. So we just caught up and we're watching some of the shows and the challenges. Because I wasn't very familiar with The Great British Baking Show. But So what should we start with first? Let's start with The Great British Baking Show. So just to give you a rundown of The Great British Baking Show, um, it's kind of in the name. They, it's, um, they bake. Like, that's their soul, that they only bake things. Well, I mean, they do some minor cooking if they have to put cooking, like, into a bake. But it's not like a cooking show. You know, it's baking. Mm -hmm. There's a clear difference between the two. And the thing I love about it is there's three challenges. And it's always three challenges. And it takes place over a weekend. And so it's usually Saturday, Sunday. Or it might be Friday, Saturday. I'm not actually positive about that. But either way, it's like a weekend. So it's a two-day event. Does the day matter? No, it doesn't. I don't know. I get very... Sometimes I get caught up on the details. As all of our listeners probably know, I've, you know, talked before about things. So it just kind of <laughs> happens. But anyway... So the three challenges, it starts with the signature, and the signature is one that they actually get to practice at home, um, and usually it's one of their own recipes, or maybe it's like their grandma's recipe or something like that, and they get to like, they bring all their own ingredients and they determine what they're going to make. And then the second challenge is the technical. The technical is the only challenge that they don't have any time to prepare for, because it's completely on the spot. And so they usually are making something that they have no idea what it is. Often they've never even made it before. And they have a very basic recipe and they're given the ingredients and then they have to try and make it. The technicals are kind of my favorite because uh, it's just really interesting to see how people are like, I literally have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just going with my gut, but we're going to try it. And they'll do really well. And then there's also the polar extreme where people are like, I'm guessing I should do this. 
and hopefully it comes out and it's like a total mess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's really fun to just kind of see. And it's a lot of pressure for the contestants. So you kind of get to see how their personalities are like Mm -hmm. under pressure. Um, And it's just, they're usually really hard challenges. So those are fun. And then after the technical, they have their signature and that's the longest challenge. It's usually a couple hours at least. Um, And the signature is, it's, or I'm sorry, the showstopper. Did I say signature? Yeah. So sorry. Showstopper. The showstopper is like the going all out. Um, They make something big and grand and usually it's like multiple layers or it's multiple levels. And it's usually, like I said, like a three to five hour challenge. So and each of the challenges are timed. Um, Usually the technicals are the shortest, but it just kind of depends on what they're doing. Um, and yeah, so they also get chances, like they get to prepare their signature and the showstopper. So the showstopper, they can prepare at home and like, they'll bring their own ingredients and stuff. And like a lot of times they bring like, um, specialized pots or pans, or they'll bring like drawings that they've done. The showstoppers they can do at home? Yep. Showstoppers they get to practice at home. The only one that they don't get to practice is the technical. Mm. So that's the Great British Baking Show in a nutshell. It has two judges. Um... In the original, it was Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. For the new seasons, though, Mary Berry ended up leaving. And uh, yeah, they had to switch. They originally were on BBC, but then Mm -hmm. they got on CBS. And so with that switch came new hosts and came um, a new judge. But Paul Hollywood is the only one who's been consistent. He's still in the new series as well, Mm -hmm. in the new seasons. So... So which one did we watch? We watched one of the earlier ones. So we watched one with Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry. Okay. And then did we watch a showstopper one? Yeah. So we watched the showstopper challenge okay. for just the refresh. But you said you'd watch. Had you watched a whole episode before? Or you I just can't watched? remember. Yeah, that's very <laughs> typical. <laughs> typical, Emily. But um, yeah. Yeah. What did, from what you watch though, and granted the thing that I love too, and this is all shows like this, I suppose, but I really do love getting to learn about the people as you go on and you learn their, more of their personalities, you know, and you like certain people over others. Like I do like that aspect, but yeah. what did you like from what we watched? Yeah, I would agree. That's probably my favorite part of like reality shows like this yeah, and competition competi- they're shows. Separate. They're different. No. Um, is just like getting to know everyone and like rooting for certain people and being like, oh my gosh, this person needs to go. They don't know anything. <laughs> um, but we watched from the episode we watched, we wouldn't watch the whole episode since, like we said, we've seen other bits and pieces. Um, but we watched the intro of the show, which was really cheesy. It was like to both of the hosts, like hiding behind a pine tree, like singing a song together. Acapella, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I was like, "What is this?" But I can't really say that much because of Hell's Kitchen intro. I was just gonna say it's like that crazy gladiator just ripping each other apart, like totally cheesy intro. So yeah, you really can't. So overall, the first thing I noticed besides the cheesy intro was that everything was like super contrasted and saturated. Which Anne did say that it gets a little better further seasons down the road but that was just really bad in my opinion i don't think it looks bad it's just a style choice i just think that everyone's faces looked red or very orange and then like when you look at the cakes sometimes they don't look as appetizing because they're just like completely different colors and i just don't i just didn't think it made the cakes look very good either 
So that's just my opinion. I was going to say that's a very opinionated thing. I think it looks fine. I mean, it is a little... If I was doing the color, because I am a video editor, I definitely wouldn't have done it that saturated and contrasted, but I don't think it like ruins the show by any means. And most um, people aren't going to notice that stuff, except for people like you and me. So. And then some other notes are... Like, it was kind of weird because I felt like when they introduced the challenge, like, they just said, like, two sentences, and then they just started baking all of a sudden. And I was like, wait, what? What is going on? They didn't, like, really introduce it or make it seem, like, super intense or anything. Um, They usually do. I think we just kind of skipped over that part a little bit. Oh, yeah. I was going to say they. I did not realize that it was, like, a challenge yeah i think we just kind of just because we were wanting to save on time so we i think i just kind of skipped over that but they're usually pretty good about like this is your challenge and they'll kind of describe it too as they go throughout and one of the things i love about the great british baking show is they someone i don't know like how they do it but they do like a artist rendition of what the desserts or whatever they're baking looks like Mm -hmm. and it's this really cool little graphic and it's just like hand drawn and i just love how it looks and um so you get to see ahead of time as the viewer what they're making will look like and then you get to determine kind of for yourself like oh that looked nothing like the drawing or oh wow that looks exactly like what the drawing kind of was so i think lots of cooking shows do that too yeah probably but um i'm just saying the great british baking show does it the (laughs) best um yeah and then let's see I really didn't like how nice everyone was. Like it's a competition. You're supposed to like want to be winning. And then this stupid dude who didn't know what the heck he was doing was like, Oh my lady fingers they're falling off of my train. (laughs) She always is making fun of people's voices. You're so mean. Oh yeah, he had a really annoying voice too. It was kinda like the McElroy's. No. And yeah, and then the other dude, the other contestant was like, oh, let me help you. And then this other contestant was like, oh, do you need any more help? And I'm yeah, like, shut it's up. Yeah, it's really, they're friendly. They're normal people who care about each other and they want to help. Well, you and know what that got him? Nowhere. He didn't win. The one guy went home. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a competition. Yes, they do send people home. The thing I like, though, too, is each week is a theme. So one week might be bread, one might be dessert, one might be... They did recently in one of the new seasons, like, a vegan week, which was really cool mm. that I liked a lot. Um, so each each week is a different theme. And literally the guy that we watched go home in this episode was the... Uh, every week they determine who's going home and then also star baker. And so Star Baker is like, who did the best that week? And um, the guy who went home in the episode we watched was the Star Baker from the previous week. So it's literally, depending on your week, you you could be Star Baker one week and the next you could go home. Like it's very, it's a very difficult competition and you're always on the chopping block. You know, it's never like, oh, this guy is clearly the best of them. Like they all have their good weeks and bad weeks. And it's just if you can stay consistent enough to get it to the end mm-hmm. but yeah it's very common competition show oh i guess <laughs> but whatever. and like yeah this is a revolutionary show <laughs> and i'm like yeah they do that in almost all of them <laughs> they just do it the best in the great british baking show that's all i'm saying oh man so yeah i don't know would you watch another episode yeah okay i just i like watching cooking shows like when there's nothing else on I'm just like, well, go to the food channel. Yeah. Or let's watch a cooking show. Everyone can like, it's sorry, I'm like playing with my hair thing if you hear something. I was just going to say, <laughs> I think people might be hearing you're cooking. Um, 
but yeah i feel like home decorating or like interior design or home shows or cooking shows are like a safe bet to put on the tv with like anybody yeah that's probably true or sports but mm, Mm. i'd rather watch a cooking show yeah but uh yeah any any other final words about the greatest show ever the great british baking show um i just do want to say the one other thing that i really love is i do love the judges like um i just like paul hollywood has this thing where if he gives you a handshake that's like respect and he's like this is amazing and it's perfect and you've done a really good job and so he doesn't hand them out all that often because like that it takes like he'll even say like this is a perfect bake like this is delicious this is amazing and he won't give a handshake like if he gives a handshake it's a big deal and so I just really like that aspect and I think the judges do a really good job of being strict and honest and blunt and fair but still being like supportive and nice about it they're not like they're not like Gordon Gordon Ramsay Ramsay. (laughs) (laughs) like they'll say like your flavors are totally off this doesn't this is a bad bake it's over baked it's burned like they'll, they're very blunt and honest because mm-hmm. and ultimately they're they're that way because they want them to be better bakers or they'll say like these flavor combinations don't go together don't ever do it again you mm-hmm. know like they're trying to help them yeah they're not just trying to make them like upset even though i mean you know contestants still get upset because you know you're pouring your heart out and it's timed and it's you know high pressure and so like i get it yeah i would totally cry too mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I really like what what's her name Mary Barry mm-hmm. is that her real name I know it is isn't that insane I really and love her eyes they're so pretty they're so blue yeah that's yeah. so weird for me to say but no she um even Paul Hollywood too his eyes are kind of like they're more of like a gray they both just have pretty I wonder eyes. what they look like without all that saturation <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to look up a picture later. but yeah I just love the judges as well and uh I just it's a fun show to watch I highlight the thing I love too is it's the perfect like chill just kind of calm like it's entertaining but you know nothing too serious is going on and it's very fun highly recommend to all of our listeners if you haven't watched it yet just give it a try and uh, you'll probably become hooked like me yeah or you could try to watch Hell's Kitchen and you'll get a completely different experience. Yeah, experience. I was just going to say, it is far from calm, but it can, it's, it may, well, no, I'm not going to say that. I changed what? No, what? I'm not going to say What? No. Ugh, so annoying. <laughs> say it, Anne. I was going to say, it could be a little bit more, like, funny. I mean, the Great British Baking Show is funny at times, but, like, Hell's Kitchen, they purposefully, the way they edit it together is designed more for that, like, humor aspect. That's what I was going to say. But then I didn't want to say it because I didn't want it to sound like I liked Hell's Kitchen or something. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. She was actually (laughs) laughing and having fun watching Hell's Kitchen. We watched the taste test, the blind taste test. They do that challenge in every season, but we watched... I think season 13 or something. So usually, let's see, how do the episodes go? Yeah. <laughs> usually tell me, it starts tell me out, Emily. Usually it starts out like at the end of the previous night with the elimination and Gordon Ramsay's like, get out of my kitchen. And so then they go to their dorms and they just complain and cry and yell at each other for a little bit. And then they go to bed and then the next morning is a challenge day. And so whatever challenge Gordon Ramsay has, whether it's the blind taste test or like a cooking challenge, whatever it is, they do that. And then whichever team, it's it's divided into teams, the red and the blue team. 
And then whichever team wins gets to go on some awesome adventure. And whichever team loses has to stay and like do some disgusting chore. Like clean and debone fish or um, clean the dorms or whatever. Just like horrible uh, punishment Gordon Ramsay can think of. That's what they do. And they complain a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) And then... They come back and then it's time for dinner, which they always do a dinner service in like the Hell's Hell's Kitchen restaurant. And so it's a bunch of like famous people come and eat there and then whoever else the heck comes. I don't know why I said the heck. (laughs) (laughs) Any Um, ordinary just rando (laughs) off the street. So yeah, and then they're always teamed up by red and blue. So the red team against the blue team kitchen. Um, sometimes if they make like horrible mistakes, Gordon Ramsay kicks people out. If they make too many mistakes, he like, everyone get out of my kitchen. And so then, yeah. There's just a lot of yelling involved. It's very aggressive. Yes. And he's got like his signature like menu. So they all have to like know how to make scallops and not have them undercooked or slimy or hard or whatever. And then, like, risotto and beef wellington and all this stuff everybody needs to know how to make, and they all suck. I was just going to say, I feel like there's a big difference in the com- the competitors, of like bet- especially between Hell's Kitchen and the Great British Baking Show. Like, mm-hmm. the Great British Baking Show, even just getting on the show is a huge, like... compliment to your baking because they 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 only take amateur bakers they don't take any professional bakers like you have to be just like a a home baker you know or maybe you like bake for your grandkids or whatever like and it's a wide range of age as well Mm. which i imagine i don't house kitchen seems to be kind of usually like 20s to like 40s i don't really see anyone like older than that usually Um, but it does range. range like sometimes there's people right out of like college or if they even go to college like in their early 20s and sometimes it goes to like 60s okay so there's a range yeah yeah it's they're all like professionals like they might have worked at a restaurant before or i don't know they they all have a background in cooking though yeah which is what surprises me because i feel like in the baking show like a lot of the times like paul will give out a handshake which is like and he's a professional baker Mm -hmm. and so it's a testament to how good they really are even as amateurs but these like on hell's kitchen these people are professionals and yet they make simple mistakes and like in the blind taste test like they didn't know the difference between a carrot oh no that one was a little bit harder there was one though that i could not believe they both got wrong oh it was the peanuts Oh. They both got a peanut wrong, and it's one, like one person got it right, and somebody one said peanut and one said sliced almonds. Oh, okay, well, either way, I feel like they yeah. both should have gotten that one right. So yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they tend to they try to find people who are technically professionals, but maybe need to need some learning or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, a lot of them do make like horrible mistakes, and they're like, I've never worked in a line kitchen where you have to remember everything. Like they don't get like the sheets of paper that say what they need to make. Gordon oh, Ramsay okay. just says, two halibut, two blah, 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 da, 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 da. okay, yes, chef. And then okay. they all have to do it. Yeah. So, like, at the dinners, I would be, like, so stressed out. Like, one time this girl was drinking water, and Gordon Ramsay like, what are you doing? Oof, and he, wow. she's like, I'm just thirsty. I think I'm dehydrated or something. Or, like, wow. he does things like. High stress environment. <laughs> or, like, um, 
if somebody continues to like not cook the scallops correctly he'll be like go over here and eat these scallops before you come back and he like makes them eat like disgusting raw scallops is that even legal (laughs) i don't know yeah it's a good question well i will say i just realized something as you were talking to they do get to, like I said, they do get to practice on the Great British Baking Show. Like yeah. the signature and the, sh- the showstopper, they get to practice. So it's it's very different environments. So mm-hmm. I will give them that, I suppose. Um, yeah. Like they're really actually stress. cooking for real people who are in a restaurant. Yeah. And like, but on the challenges, the challenges are just like, you have 30 minutes to make this or whoever makes 50 whatever is the fastest wins or. And I feel like if. I, I feel like I would like the challenges the most out of that show because in the kitchen I remember and I've seen clips and I'm from watching episodes here and there it's just so loud and aggressive and I'm like oh my gosh I'm stressed watching this I know. <laughs> but the challenges are fun and like I think even Gordon Ramsay has a lot of fun with those like he was laughing and yeah he's definitely so. gotten a lot nicer as the seasons have gone on which is <laughs> annoying <laughs> Like, he doesn't put bread between people's faces anymore and call them idiot sandwiches. <laughs> and that is one thing that I think makes the show so iconic is Gordon Ramsay and the way yeah. he, he treats these poor people. I know. Well, Gordon Ramsay, I just love him. And he's got so many shows. Yeah. Like, he's a part of, he did Kitchen Nightmares, which, have you ever seen that show? Is that the one where he goes to restaurants and, like, makes them and finds all the things wrong? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, that one is just, like, horrible, too. And then, what is it, MasterChef that he's part of? He's yeah, got I think so many Master things MasterChef is of. my favorite. Yeah, I don't really like shows. that one because it's just, like, all the others, I feel like. It's sim- it's more similar to the, the Great British Baking Show, which is probably why yeah. I like it. But, again, still high intensity. But yeah. it's not Gordon just yelling at people. Yeah, it's not just Gordon. <laughs> There's, like, other people who think they're as cool as Gordon, but they're not. <laughs> I just love Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah, he, I do like him as well. I think he is. He's that interesting guy who almost kind of has like a TV personality kind of that is sort of is like, but like he's also a normal, like mm-hmm. pretty nice guy. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> but he can get mad. Yeah. But yeah. And it is actually like the one thing I love about MasterChef is usually I forget what challenges it it is. It's been a while since I've seen that one, but um, he'll like fillet a fish and he'll show them how to do it, or he'll show them like how to do some kind of technique. And mm-hmm. I do like watching him do it because he is a professional and he is very good. And yeah. so like he just boom, 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 and it's like whoa, that was cool. Whoa, <laughs> wow. So what did you think? Did we already talk about this? I feel no, like no, we didn't talking. really. Okay. No, what do you think of Hell's Kitchen? Um, well, I, I did enjoy the blind taste test, I will say. That was entertaining. I feel like you picked that out specifically, though, knowing that I would probably like it. No, I just like the blind taste test. Oh, okay. And I don't remember anything else. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I think we have to talk about how cheesy the intro was, though. The intro was pretty. It's always so cheesy, and it's always, like, it's not always the Spartan or whatever it was. Spartan Gladiator But it's kind of always, thing. like, against green screens, and, like, they do so much extra stuff, and I'm like, Yeah, and, why like, the waste? contestants are clearly just kind of like, um, okay, I'll do this. Like, yeah. they don't get it. Some of them were kind of into it, but. That's the only thing that I would change with that show is the intros. You don't need to make it that cheesy. And so And dramatic. so long too yeah it took like two minutes yeah (laughs) i mean maybe not but it felt like it yeah yeah it was pretty uh 
But maybe that's just part of the like iconicness of the show. Like maybe, maybe I don't but know. But it shouldn't be. The Great British Baking Show is better though. Every intro is different. I mean, they have their standard like thirty second, you know, graphic intro. Mm-hmm. But the hosts always do something different and fun. Mm. Sometimes they're actually funny. Sometimes I'm like, that was a little weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than that, though, I I did laugh. I did think it was funny. I was very surprised at how they didn't get like Peanut was the one that stood out to me. I'm like, I feel like anybody could get Peanut. Some of them, like I I would have struggled with like Kale. I might not have gotten that because I would imagine kale tastes like all other like lettuce vegetable oh yeah i think kale somebody said like oh shoot now i don't remember but it was something completely no wait i think it was they had mushrooms and somebody said like chard or something yeah and And i was like that is a completely different texture yeah but no, whatever. yeah. Some of them I was very surprised that they did not get. Because when originally you were telling me about the blind taste test, I was like, oh, man, I bet that's super hard. And I still think it is hard. I'm not saying I would have, I would make, I probably wouldn't do much better. But there were some simple things that I was really surprised they didn't get. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, and you saw in the, like, preview or the recap of the previous weeks that we watched right at the beginning how much everyone is yelling at each other, like even their teammates mm-hmm. were like, I hate you. Listen here. Yeah, they were swearing at each other. And I was I literally looked at Emily and was like, oh, my gosh, it's so aggressive. Everyone <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 360 or a 180, not a 360 from the Great British Baking Show. It really is. But, you know, that way everybody can choose which one they like better and. Or yeah. you can watch both, you know? There's no harm in watching both for different reasons. You have to be in... They put you, though, in different sort of mindsets. Yeah, And they kind of give you a different feeling, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I still... British Baking Show is the best. Mm-mm. I still pick that way over Hell's Kitchen any no, day. No, no, no. But we do have a fun, like, little bonus video that we're going to do along with this episode. Um, and what are we going to be making? Baking. <laughs> well, yeah, we are probably just going to be baking some chocolate chip cookies <laughs> because I was originally thinking of doing something from the break, uh, the Great British Baking Show, but the more I was looking into it, the more you had to buy very specific ingredients that I would only use the one time and then have like a ton left over, you know? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that feeling. You have to like make a cookie for work or for something and you're like... Ugh. Now I have all these extra ingredients I'm never going to use again. And Emily and I recently worked on budgeting actually together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was kind of like, Emily, can we just make chocolate chip Because <laughs> I already have those ingredients and I don't want to buy specific stuff. So we'll probably be doing that. But the Joy Mint is not in actually what we're making. It's how we're going to be making it. So yeah. if you guys want to know, you're going to have to watch our bonus content that we'll put on our social and on YouTube. Yeah. So you can check it out. We'll let you all know when it is up. It should be up when this episode is up. But yeah, it'll be on our YouTube. The full thing will be on our YouTube. And then we'll tease it probably a little bit on our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter. Everything is at love versus hate. And then if you guys want to email us any ideas for future episodes or you have any feedback for us, please let us know on either of those or any of those social accounts or our email love versus hate gmail nope just kidding (laughs) love versus hate podcast at gmail.com yeah or you can even just email us and let us know what show you like better do you like hell's kitchen or the great british making show better 
Yeah. Or if, on our social. Let us know. Yeah. Do like. it on our social because we don't want an email that just says the Great British Baking Show. I do. I will delete it. No, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> you better not delete it before I see it. But also, guys, I do want to say... I just thank you so much for listening to us right now. If you're listening, we really appreciate it. And we love doing this. We hope you guys love listening to us. Yes. And uh, just thank you for for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you. So, Emily, what is your life lesson from the Great British Baking Show? Um, my life lesson is if I was ever on the show and somebody else like needed my help, I would totally help them, Aww. but I would secretly sabotage. <laughs> no, oh, Dana, I knew. As soon as you were saying that, I'm like, she's going to make this evil somehow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Aww. So what would yours be from Hell's Kitchen? My life lesson from Hell's Kitchen is that, you know, don't think that you can't cook or have a refined palate because those people I was judging their palates (laughs) like as soon as you were telling me about this competition I was like wow I would fail at that but then watching those people fail I was like oh no I probably I mean I probably wouldn't have done necessarily any better but I could have done just as good so don't ever think ahead of time that you are going to automatically fail at something you have to try it first and you have to believe in yourself and then you probably will be okay I'm not saying you're gonna be the best but you know don't just don't count yourself out before you even try. Wow, you guys should let us know if you want us to do a blind taste test because I think be that fun. would be fun. Yeah. That would be super fun. We don't have. I didn't bring any food here with me today, so that'll have to be additional bonus content. Yeah, so let us know and we'll do it. Or maybe it'll just be on the next cooking show. We can always do more. We could always do more. Yeah, let us know your favorite cooking shows besides Hell's Kitchen. I mean, you can also let me know the great bitch (laughs) baking show. I can totally talk about it again. (laughs) 